Audio Action. Salutations. Salutations. I'm Sophia Sven Bronwyn. And I'm Bronwyn Sven Sophia. And this is Quotes and Anecdotes. That was, I think, our first good intro in like five weeks. Because the thing is, now that we've gotten a bit more into the groove, we don't have to think about it, which means that we get distracted and think about other stuff, and we think that's okay. <laughs> I'm still in a weird mood. Um, that didn't make sense. But I think my point is that. Oh, I. Sorry, I interrupted you. Kidding. No, I had nothing to say there, so please. <laughs> my mom said the other day something about. I forget what was happening, but I think we were all. Our family was being silly. And she was saying, like, oh my gosh, you guys are all so punchy. And none of us knew... I think it was punchy. I've heard that. Yeah, none, but none of us knew what it meant. She was like, do you guys know what that means? And we were all like, no. And she was like, oh yeah, it's when you're, like, really tired, so you start kind of being, like, delirious and, and giggly. And, she, and then she, went, she goes, I've heard you and Bronwyn get a little punchy on the podcast sometimes. <laughs> which is very true. My favorite but adjectives are that. things like punchy. I've heard it also used in the term, like, when you're feeling a little, like, feisty, when you're, like... Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That makes more sense punchy. to me than, like, overtired. <laughs> but, but the other one is also one time we were about to sing a song in choir and someone goes, heck yeah, let's stomp this one out. And I was just like, that just was so good. <laughs> <laughs> like, that just worked so well. I love that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, let's, let's smash this. Let's stomp it out. <laughs> <laughs> just violent words. It's great. But it's just like, you're like, yeah, it's effective. To the point, you know? Yeah. Wow, that was such a uh, fitting conversation for our podcast. A was it? In terms of it, we were talking about words. There you go. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes. Each um, week we're like, oh my goodness, sorry guys. This week I'm so tired. I'm going to be a little bit delirious. But I don't know if it's just tiredness at this point. I think that this is just kind of... Who we are This is just general. what it's going to be like forever. <laughs> So, hope you enjoy a couple of giggles. Also, sorry we didn't have an episode last week. Mm. That was on us. We were both super busy, so we couldn't find time to record. We had a... We had a... The week before, we had a break, and then we couldn't record the week before, and then we got all... Everything got uh, mixed up. But anyways, that's not important for today. What's important (laughs) is your word lit. My word lit is... I I guess it kind of connects to the topic. I don't know. Um, my word lit is triskaidekaphobia, um, which means fear of the number 13. And I found it because, um, my grandfather sent me an email, I think it was last weekend, um, and it was very sweet and a bit kind of unexpected, but I opened my phone and there was an email saying, hey, Sophia, check out this cool word. And it was Merriam-Webster's word of the day and it was triskaidekaphobia. We should subscribe to that because we would get we so totally many word lits. Um, yeah, that's a good... I feel like there are a lot of phobias that are really funny and cool. Maybe that's just because they're usually in Greek, and that's cool. <laughs> but if we're going to talk about the uh, etymology, which, yeah. as two Greek students, we can both figure out without having to w- look it up. Yeah, it's very decaphobia. Cool. Let's start at the beginning. Tris, T-R-I-S. Sophia, can you guess what that might mean? Is that a three? Yeah, it is. And I know that chi means and. So three and deca, ten. Three and ten. Fear. Pho- and phobis is fear, I think, in Greek. So three and ten fear. Fear of three and ten. <laughs> or thirteen. There you go. Oh, that's so cool. I wonder if, I don't know numbers 
I don't even, I don't know if I could count to 10 in Greek, but actually maybe I could, I don't know if I could, <laughs> but I don't know numbers past 10, and I wonder if, like, the word for 13 is triskaideka. Yeah, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of like um, Isn't that Chinese? Chinese, Yeah, like you do 3 and 10 instead of a new word. Okay, it's not, but <laughs> in modern Greek, it's not, but still, it makes sense. It's cool. That was really That's cool. I got cool. really excited about that. You know, it was funny because in Greek, we were talking about the etymology of the word mansion, and then someone was like, oh, this is the definition, because they looked it up, and then my teacher said, yes, but this is what we do whenever we don't know a word, and then he was writing it down and kind of giving a basic etymological history of the word and it was cool because i was like oh my goodness i know some of these words i know some of these parts of this word and that's cool so it's very cool etymology as boring as it might seem objectively is interesting when you can just figure it out cool. when you look at a word and you're like i know how this word got here <laughs> but yeah i know how you developed word um what's your wordlet my wordlet is ignoramus um, I initially had another word, but then I was looking at quotes, and one of them started out with, Dear Ignoramus. <laughs> which wow! Which made me really happy, because it means an ignorant or a stupid person, which oh, maybe not no. a nice thing, but it, it just sounds Wait, it exciting. made you really happy that No, because I thought it was a fake word, because I saw it in another setting, and I was like, haha, they just made that up. Uh. And then I was like, wait a second, they didn't, <laughs> and it made me happy. And... It reminds me of hippopotami. <laughs> okay, then. So, uh, Sophia, what's our topic this week? Um, well, our topic this week is Halloween. By this the time... is Halloween. <laughs> um, oh. We did the mash. The monster, monster mash. Maybe we'll replace, mash. like... Maybe I'll we put some spooky music. Smash. When you start introducing... Ooh. The... the topic i'll be like ooh, some royalty free speech time (laughs) (laughs) um indeed well since by the time this comes out it'll be the day before halloween we thought it would be really fitting to do a little halloweeny episode a little spooky themed episode so brahman you wrote down a whole looks like history of halloween to explain for us yeah so halloween is an annual holiday celebrated each year on october 31st and this is where it comes from. Um, so it came from the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, which is like a pagan festival from before Christianity, which I find is cool because that means that Halloween has basically existed or the basis of Halloween has existed for longer than like many holidays that are celebrated here. Um, I don't know. I always think of it as a more modern holiday, but actually it's not really. It's yeah, quite a history. Th- I thought it was But Samhain had its beginnings in an ancient pre-Christian Celtic festival of the dead. The Celtic peoples, who were once found all over Europe, divided the year by four major holidays, which would probably be around the beginning and end of each season. Um, and according to their calendar, the year began on a day co- corresponding to November 1st on our present calendar. And... Um, part of Celtic culture, the night before was kind of when most of the festivities happened. So that would be the night 
essentially New Year's Eve or October 31st. And I think in order to probably um, have like um, the best chances and the best, in order to make sure no bad things happened in the next year, they would do things like light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts to just kind of get all fresh start the next year. No, no ghosts or spirits haunting them. Um, and in the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor All Saints, or All Saints Day, which incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain, as do many Christian holidays. They, uh, many of them have like pagan elements to them, which is cool. Um, and the evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve and later Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festive gatherings, donning costumes, and eating sweet treats, which I think is cool. Because, like, I really haven't thought of... Like, I knew about All Hallows' Eve, but even that I thought of as, like, 1800s, 1900s, but I never really thought of it as, like, no, this has gone on for a long time. It's so interesting how it evolved from something that seemed more, like, religious, sort of, to yeah, kids just definitely. kind of dressing up as whatever they wanted to. That's yeah. really cool. It is cool. But yeah, that's Halloween, and that's what we're going to talk about this week. Yeah! Sophia, Maybe what's your word? Because I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> so my word is jack-o'-lantern. Um, and... <laughs> I'm sure you all know what a jack-o'-lantern is, but it's a lantern made from a hollowed-out pumpkin in which holes are cut to represent facial features, and it's typically made around Halloween. Which, just let me say, we take it for granted, granted, that is such a weird thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, cut triangles out of a fruit and be like, hey, uh, it's a face. I made a face. And, and I'm going to put fire in it. <laughs> yeah. Just like so it glows. Somewhat creepy. Like, hey, hey, uh, human race, what are you doing there, bud? <laughs> I guess so. I never thought about it like that. But I it mean, is cool. I don't carve jack-o'-lanterns, really. But the reason why I chose it is because I was that looking up. tragic. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. You need to carve a jack-o'-lantern this year. I can't. <laughs> Halloween's like next week. We yeah, haven't carved ours yet. Do it this weekend. Sophia's going to carve a jack-o'-lantern this weekend. I'm not. Mm-hmm. You can come carve one with me. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> but the reason why I chose it is because I kind of realized, like, I have no idea where jack-o'-lanterns come from. So I looked it up, and I found that the Irish brought the tradition of carving pumpkins um, into jack-o'-lantern. Not really sure what that sentence means. The, Ar- the Irish brought the tradition of carving pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns to America. But the original jack-o'-lantern was not a pumpkin. Pumpkins did not exist in Ireland. Huh. So ancient Celtic cultures in Ireland carved turnips on All Hallows' Eve and placed an ember in them to ward off Okay, it makes spirits. a little more Kay. sense now. So now <laughs> we weren't just like, aha, yes, a face and sticking fire in it. But so they're, you know, okay. warding off spirits. Okay, this Still a weird sense. thing to do. Well, but the, but the symbols and like, yeah, I think many was, cultures There was have like that. a justification for yeah, it. It wasn't like, oh, this looks cool. So, <laughs> the reason why it's called a jack-o'-lantern, and I haven't even read this through fully, so I don't really know where it's going to go, um, but it's based off the legend of Stingy Jack, and there are multiple different versions of the Stingy Jack story, but I think the most common one 
is that Stingy Jack was a miserable old drunk who took pleasure in playing tricks on just about everyone. Family, friends, his mother, and even the devil himself. One day, he tricked the devil into climbing up an apple tree. After the devil climbed up the tree, Stingy Jack hurried, hurried, hurriedly placed crosses around the trunk of the tree. Unable to touch a cross, the devil was stuck in the tree. Stingy Jack made the devil promise him not to take his soul when he died. Once the devil promised not to take his soul, Stingy Jack removed the crosses and the devil climbed down out of the apple tree. <laughs> Many years later, Jack died. He went to the pearly gates of heaven and was told by St. Peter that he was mean and cruel and had led a miserable, worthless life on earth. Jeez, Stingy Jack was not allowed to enter heaven. He then went down to hell and the devil. The devil kept his promise and would not allow him to enter hell. Now Jack was scared. He had nowhere to go oh my God. but to wander about forever in the dark netherworld between <gasps> heaven and hell. <laughs> he asked the devil how he could leave as there was no light. The devil tossed him an ember from the flames of hell oh to help God. Stingy Jack light his way. Jack had a turnip with him. With him. It was one of his favorite foods, and he always carried one with him. Jack hollowed out the turnip and placed the ember the devil had given him inside the turnip. From that day onwards, Stingy Jack roamed the earth without a resting place, lighting his way as he went with his jack-o'-lantern. Dang! There's a lot to that there. Yeah! So, that's where jack-o'-lanterns come from, I guess. Make you think that twice the next time you carve one. <laughs> <laughs> think about Stingy Jack next time you carve a jack-o'-lantern. And I guess the moral of that story is both don't trick people and don't chase devils up trees because <laughs> then you'll have nowhere to rest. Yeah, that, like, turned pretty dark. It's funny because when, like, you know how, like, the original fairy tales, Brothers Grimm and all that kind of thing, they are actually quite They're dark really, and kind of yeah. really morbid. Yeah. That's kind of like what this is, where it's yeah. like, ah, it's a really cool thing. Now, children, <laughs> not to scare you, but... Let's have fun with the family carving faces into termits. Termits. <laughs> turnips. And now, where did these turnips come from? I'll tell you. It was Stingy Jack, who was bad enough that he couldn't even go to hell. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> that might have been the longest etymology we've ever had. So, would yeah. you like to move on to your word? My word is macabre. So, in works of... It's really... Like, I can't follow Sophia up with this, but, you know. <laughs> Anyways, in works of art, macabre is the quality of having a grim or ghastly atmosphere. The macabre works to emphasize the details and symbols of death. The term also <laughs> refers to works particularly gruesome in nature. Um, and, yeah, so, kind of a dark word, but, um, I don't know, I thought it was... It's interesting. Interesting. I it's kind of French. forgot about it. I, we talked about it briefly in English, because we're reading a book that's apparently somewhat creepy and horror-ish, which I didn't realize. Horror-ish. <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys reading? Wuthering Heights by Emily Bronte, oh, which I'm cool. really excited for because it's a classic. It's a good book. Um, but yeah, so it comes from late 19th century from the French macabre from Danse Macabre, um, or Dance of Death from Old French, uh, and perhaps from Maccabe, um, or which translates to a Maccabee, with reference to a miracle play depicting the slaughter of the Maccabees. 
Boy, just a dark word, huh? Yeah, it has quite a history. Um, but yeah, so macabre or macabre, danse macabre, and then macabre, which English was just like cool French word. I'll use it now. <laughs> it's ours now. Yeah, it's a good word. It's cool. What's your quote? My quote is so. <laughs> here's the thing about quotes. I think Bronwyn's is really great, and she did a really good job um, finding hers. But I, well, I didn't have much time to prepare this one, so I found a really quick one, and I really like it, but it's quite short, so I don't know how much I have to say about it. But my quote is, Halloween is not only about putting on a costume, but it's about finding the imagination and costume within ourselves. And that was said by Elvis Duran, who is an American radio personality. And he's the host of the daily mor- morning radio program Elvis Duran in the Morning Show in New York on Z100 and syndication on Premier Networks. Not all of this information is necessary. <laughs> um, but yeah, a radio personality. So I guess a pretty cool dude. But yeah, I just kind of loved, like, I mean... He's, um, Sophia, he's the, he does like a, he's does a radio show, which is pretty Oh, no, but I know also his name. He, oh, do you know, <laughs> but, but he's also in that AJR song. That's like I that's where I know from. Like prom for Elvis, yeah. Yeah. Guys, just by the way, uh, AJR. Just a quick shout out. They're really good. (laughs) AJR, yes, they're an amazing band. That was not necessary. Then Um, I just. Are you trying to find a spooky font, Bronwyn? I found a spooky font. Ooh, kind of. Very well. It's not spooky, but it is cool. Yeah. Um. (laughs) Sorry. Uh. Yeah. I just kind of loved it because I know that Halloween is a time... I mean, even, like, I mean, I think a lot of people dress up on Halloween. Like, originally I was, like, when thinking about it, I was like, oh, no, it's it's just for kids. Only the kids dress up. But, like, no. No. People in... when I mean, I think even when you go to work as an adult, like, you all dress up. I think after, like, the... I think it's, like, as a little kid, definitely, until, like, for quite a while... And it's usually, like, for trick-or-treating. And then, I think for a few years, like, middle school around, people are, like, kind of like, oh, I'm too old for that. And then they don't do it. And then in high school, I think it's a mix of people who are like, no, I want to, and, like, go trick-or-treating. And and also a mix of people who might have a Halloween party or that kind of thing. And, sorry, Um, just coughing over here. Um, But... I think, like, after high school and, like, into university, I think people definitely have Halloween parties. Like, I know my siblings at university, that was, like, it's Halloween. You have a party. Everyone dresses up. (laughs) And, like, it's a crazy time. I loved, like, I don't... I mean, in middle school, they had... um, This is more of an anecdote. I'll go into this in anecdotes. Anyways, but I just kind of love this quote because it was, was, like, it's a chance for everyone... Um, to, cause it's, it's a universally recognized, like we're all going to dress up and look absolutely ridiculous today. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And I kind of love this opportunity to just be like, you know what I've always wanted to do? I've wanted to look like this TV show character for a yeah. while. And just for a day, I think that'd be really fun. And, um, being like trying to be creative and figuring out a, a new costume and something that you really want to do and want to be I think that's really cool um so yeah I don't know I kind of loved the way that that this quote described Halloween I definitely agree I find it just like it's just you can get so into it and it can be so fun and yeah I don't know 
Halloween's a good time. Halloween is a good time. Uh, what's your quote, Bronwyn? If you my word, my quote is, I think if human beings had genuine courage, they would wear their costumes every day of the year, not just on Halloween. Wouldn't life be more interesting that way? And now that I think about it, why the heck don't they? Who made the rule that everyone has to dress like sheep 364 days of the year? Think of all the people you meet if they were in costume every day. People would be so much easier to talk to, like talking to dogs. And that's why Douglas <laughs> Cooland. Uh, I don't know about the talking to dogs part. Yeah, that part was I, confusing. I love the rest of it. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I mean, I don't have particularly strong thoughts. I think more and more people, like, don't... There are fewer and fewer restrictions on what you can and can't wear, mm-hmm. especially in our part of the world. Um, and I think that's good because people... They're clothes. They're just pieces of fabric. People should wear what they want to wear. Um, but... I think it is, like, you can tell a lot about someone's personality by, like, their Halloween costume. And it's fun, and it's a time to be creative. And I think for some people, that might be the only time of the year they get to be creative. And I was, when I was looking for quotes, I saw some different ones. Some more, like, more, some deeper than others. But, like, one was, Halloween is one time of the year when you could dress up in whatever you want and not get fired from your job. Mm. Which was quite... uh, like there's a lot to that but it's just kind of if you have any misgivings or like self-consciousness or anything like that I think Halloween can be an opportunity to just throw that out the window and say at the very least be able to use Halloween as an excuse um and I think it's just you can have a lot of fun with it and it's just the fact that we have so much fun with it does I suppose beg the question why don't we do it more often yeah, more than just once a year. But I think it's definitely a very unique holiday. Like, it's not... It's one that just kind of involves literally everyone. Like, it's not a holiday where you yeah. go and you hang out with your family and you, like, have a feast or whatever. You just it's like kind a of, friend like, holiday. go outside at night yeah. and eat candy and hang out with your friends or just do whatever the hell you want. And yeah. It's, it's, it's a good holiday. I like it. Yeah. No, I and I, I thought it was funny that everyone has to dress up, dress uh, not dress up like sheep because that's not no. <laughs> Who made the rule that everybody has to dress like sheep? That made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. Douglas Coupland is a Canadian novelist and artist. His fiction is complemented by recognized works in design and visual art arising from his early formal training. But yeah, cool guy, Canadian, which is always cool. Very cool guy. Sophia, what's your first anecdote? Um, I think most of my anecdotes are shared with you. I think I have like one or two that are different. Um, but one of them is trick-or-treating. And I don't, I think, I don't honestly remember much about what we usually do every year on Halloween. I don't know why. I guess I've, there's never been like a set tradition for us really. Because I think every Halloween is slightly different depending on, like, what day of the week it's on and (laughs) stuff like that. But um, for a couple of years, and I think still, I don't remember, um, we've gone trick-or-treating with our very close family friends. I've talked about Allie before. And so we go trick-or-treating with her and her younger sister and my brother. And that's always a good time because we (laughs) just are ridiculous as usual. 
and we get to eat lots and lots of candy. I love, I guess I'll say like a couple of my favorite candies. I love Kit Kats. <laughs> Kit Kats are the absolute best. Basically mm. any any chocolate ones. Mm. They are. I don't agree with that. Well, then what's the best one? Like the 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 ones that have like gummies and like Twizzlers, uh, not chocolate. You get chocolate any time of year. But it's like it's I no. know you can't. <laughs> And this is where the podcast comes to its tragic end. You can get gummies any time of year. But we don't. You do get gummies any time of year. You get your fruit snacks like every day at lunch. I do not. I have good eating habits. (laughs) (laughs) Only now and then. (laughs) My mother listens to this. (laughs) No, she doesn't get fruit snacks every day. (gasps) Only every other day. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, I like all the chocolate ones. Yeah. Twixes and stuff. What else do you like about Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, the other the other one that, um, I guess, well, this is, I guess, sort of a shared one. Do you hate horror movies? I do hate horror movies. I hate horror movies. That was the other anecdote <laughs> that I have that wasn't the same as Bronwyn's. Um, but... You talk about it, though, because I think you hate them more. I do. I just... For me, horror movies... I mean, I used to say, like, oh, blood and gore, that doesn't bother me as much. It's still, like... I still don't like it, but it's not what creeps me out about horror movies. What's the worst is the jump scares. I don't know if that's the real word for them or just the word that my brother uses all the time. No, that's what I've heard people use. What I say... But, like, the, because you know, the worst part is you know it's coming because everything goes quiet and the character is, like, walking slowly down the hall or whatever. And you know, like, something's going to jump out at them. Something's going to jump out at them in, like, two seconds. And it still makes your heart, like, jump in your throat and you scream and you, like, fall on the floor and it's the worst. And it's just, I don't, I don't the like being scared thing- for just no reason. I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> the thing is for me, but- it's not that. And I think for me, similarly, Blood and Gore, like, if it's on the screen and it's just it's just so gory, then I'll just be like, okay, this is unnecessary. And yeah. then I, but then you could just be like, close your eyes for a second, whatever, like, ew. But, and jump scares, if anything, I enjoy them, because I, I always do, I the, like, the worst I part. find it funny afterwards, and you're like, oh my goodness, that scared me. But what scares me <laughs> is the, like, creepiness, like, the creepy like broken china and like china dolls and like ugh, that's creepy for me yeah i don't like i that. can see though like i'd be willing to watch a horror movie with a big group of friends as long as they don't mind yeah. me like screaming and grabbing on because then i think it could be fun of like oh my god yes. haha, that scared all but of like us. if the lights were off <laughs> yeah lights on for sure yeah um, and like lots of blankets and and food and just yeah, I'd be I think I'd be okay with that because but I could never by myself. But no, <laughs> no, I would no. not. That's horrible. That would be horrible. Um, yeah, I mean those the other ones I think we can both talk about sure. right. Or and so you can you have a couple of ones that are different. Yeah, I mean similarly we have our own trick or treating traditions. Um, when I was little, we trick or treated with our family friends. Um, and I just remember trick going out and trick-or-treating and then coming back and we'd always dump out our candy on the kitchen table and trade. Yes. Oh, I forgot to talk about that. We do. We did. We always did a candy trade. Yeah. And my friend's dad always had really 
creative costumes. Like, one year, he was covered. You know those, like, paint cards that have the different shades of paint on them? If you want to, like, paint your house or something, you can get mm-hmm. a card and it'll have different shades of gray. So he got, like, all of the gray ones and he was 50 shades of gray. <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very creative. good. Um, and, yeah, so that was always fun. And more recently, I think last year we went, one of the towns nearby us is famous for its very good trick-or-treating. A lot of people there. I think we might go to the same thing again. Uh, my brother really likes trick-or-treating. Um, and then... What else? Um, we have a, yeah, we ha- definitely do have a lot of shared ones. Um, I guess I can talk about one year. You you were kind of there, but I guess technically you weren't there. So my friend, was there, our, there. our <laughs> other friend, Sophia. Hey, Sophia, you know, Sophia listens. Hi, Sophia. <laughs> Um, but the other Sophia, her, her, not me. Yeah, that's that's what we call them, Sophia and other Sophia. But no. <laughs> um. Anyways, but her, uh, she always has a very elaborate Halloween party, and her mom always does goes all out on decorations. And the first one was probably when we were in grade seven, and it was. I don't think I've ever had so many scares ever, because it's every single element there's always something that was gonna jump out or scare us well, we went outside what it was you didn't say it was a haunted house no 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 this was at her house oh oh <laughs> <laughs> which is like a haunted house during halloween but like they'll have the pictures that look scary when you like see them yeah, from one yeah, angle. yeah, yeah and yeah. they one year we were like out, outside roasting marshmallows and then they like put a, like a ghost thing on like a clothesline and then it, like, flew towards oh, us. Oh, yeah! And they had, like, a... Like, even the... And we were just so jumpy. Like, we were listening to the radio, and at one point it stopped, and it went, ha, 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 ha. Because it was, like, Halloween. It was trying to be spooky. And we screamed so loud. And then her mom got worried, and she came out. Like, yeah. we didn't... We didn't... Like, we didn't even scare you that time. Are you guys okay? <laughs> and every single thing, like, one person would kind of scream, and everyone would start screaming. Um, and that... It was quite fun, but it, it's quite funny to think about. That was a really good time. But we also, one year, we all went trick-or-treating together, and we went to a haunted house, which was terrifying. Especially, now I think I do have a much better, like, tolerance for being frightened. I don't. <laughs> especially then, like, I could not handle this. But also, I wanted to. So Weren't you and Sophia, like, the only two who went in, or did everybody go well, in except so, me? So, Sophia and a couple of other people were like, haha, no. And they went and trick-or-treated at another house a little ways down. Me and a couple of us, like, there are probably four of us total. This friend was the only one who wasn't scared. So the rest of us were so scared that we had to close our eyes and have this one friend lead us through the haunted house in her stoic, never frightened way, just like, guys, it's fine. And just kind of walking. And we were so scared. And apparently, Sophia could hear us screaming from another house. Down I could! Because we were so scared. And that just solidified, like, this was a good decision that I made not to go in the haunted house with them. Yeah, but that's the only haunted house I've been to. And it was scary. Yeah. What's, uh, why don't we do, why don't you tell me about some of your, uh, Halloween costumes that you've been over the years? Oh, okay. 
Um, so I think the first thing I ever was, or the, fir- the first thing I remember at the very least was a B. Um, and I think I was a B in kindergarten and I loved that costume so much. <laughs> I had like a little skirt, like a little Aww. striped tutu and I had socks that pulled like up to my knees that were striped and I had like a little black shoes and I had a, a headband with antennae, but my favorite part was the wings because I had like one of those wings where you could like put it on sort of like it was a backpack. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was about to say shirt, but that didn't sound right. Um, and I loved those wings. They stayed up like they were super sturdy. And then for years after that, I would use them to play fairies. Aww. So I would like fly around as a fairy with my bee wings on my back. Um, so cute. So I that might be one of my earliest memories is dressing up as a bee for Halloween. Um, and then after that, I was a cat. I think that was first grade. That was cool. I don't know. Everyone else had been a cat at some point, so I wanted to be a cat. And Aww. I had, like, my mom did makeup so I could have whiskers, and I remember thinking that was the coolest thing. Um, and then I loved fairies as a kid. I loved the Tinkerbell movies, which, like, everyone will say, like, oh, you know, like, your family, I'm going to spoil one of your anecdotes a little bit, I guess, but one of, you said your family movie is Robin Hood, right? Yeah. So our, well, not not our family movie, but, like, the movie that I grew up with, the movies that I grew up with were Tinkerbell. So I was Tinkerbell one year, and then I'd use those wings to fly around the house Aww. as well. Um, then I was a witch, not um, a Harry Potter character, but just like a plain witch. I had a witch hat. See, all of these these costumes, I, I think these are the ones that I remember because they're I reused their parts all the time. It's like oh, I'd wear the witch hat around the house and stuff <laughs> like that, but I had a whole purple dress or whatever. And then I was Hermione. That was a little later. I remember being so excited about that because I got to buy a wand. Again, the reason why I remember this is probably because I played Harry Potter with my brother and I had a wand. Um, And then for the past couple of years, I've just been a dog, which I know is very lame and friends get (laughs) mad at me for that. But I don't... I'd I'd like my little dog headband. Okay, to be fair, it's a good mix because it's extremely stressful to wear a costume to our school because then you're sitting in class and everyone's like oh my god you're wearing a costume yes to our friend's credit one of our friends goes full out every year oh and she did for a few years and then last year she just wore a cape but still usually (laughs) i respect that so much though i can't i for me i like the dog because you can just easily take off the dog ear headband and be good and be done and i know that's lame and i should go full out because i'd like to but it's stressful. Maybe in college. <laughs> yeah. um, what have your Halloween costumes been? So, uh, like, I never, a lot of people I remember, like, we never went to the store and bought Halloween costumes. We usually, like, would, my mom would make them or I would help make them or we would put different things together to make them. And I don't really know why the reasoning was, but I think that's what my mom grew up doing. And so much so, cooler, though. Well, but I think she was just like, why would you buy them when you can make a perfectly good one yeah. yourself? Which is fair, because they were really good. But I remember the first one, I remember I was a cat. And the reason I remember that is my I told my mom I wanted to be like a princess or a fairy princess or something. And so my grandma or my mom made a costume for me. And my sister wanted to be a black cat. So they made my sister a cat. Like they made a cat costume, like black cat costume. And then I saw that and I was like, no, 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 I want to be a cat. <laughs> so they had to 
after making me a different costume. I don't know why. I guess it's... I don't know. They made another cat costume, and so I was a cat. And I remember I was... My brother was, I think, in third grade. And so I was, like, very... I guess I was, like, three or four. And he was maybe in fifth grade, I guess. And I remember whenever he was at... um, we would like go pick him up from school. There was this one teacher, I think it was his teacher, and for some reason I was terrified of her. And I was not a very shy little kid, but I was terrified. And I remember like I was never one of those like quiet kids who hides behind I was I would hide behind my mom. I was just so scared of her and I don't know why. And then <laughs> was she like ha- scary? No, she was really nice. <laughs> um <laughs> But at this Halloween parade um, cause they do that in the elementary school. My brother was in it and I wore my cat costume to cheer him on in the parade. And this teacher stopped by and said hi. And she was also wearing a black cat costume and oh we had a moment gosh. and then we became friends and I wasn't scared of her anymore. But that's, that's one so of my sweet. earliest memories. But yeah, I was a cat one year. Then I decided one year I wanted to be the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why um but I decided I wanted to do that so I wore like a pink dress and I had a wand and I had this little wooden chest that had pink beads in it that were the pearls that I turned people's teeth into tooth yeah um I I don't know where that is like my ideas were so like out of nowhere I'd be like oh yeah this is what I want to be this year but then I was also um, Hermione one year, or maybe probably two years, Luna Lovegood from Harry Potter a couple of years, and then one year I was Robin Hood, because that was the movie we grew up watching, and I was so proud of it, and I was wearing, oh, yeah, 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 and I was wearing, like, I got a Robin Hood hat, I had a full Robin Hood costume, and so many people asked me if I was Peter Pan, that by the end, I just gave my mom my pretend bow and said I'd be Peter Pan, because it was so annoying. Because everyone was like, oh, are you Peter Pan? And I'm like, no, I, I'm Robin Hood. Oh. I steal from the rich to feed the poor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to stay young forever. <laughs> Get it right! <laughs> but yeah, that was that was the rundown of my costumes. That's so cool. But yeah, I really liked those. Yours are so much more creative than mine. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. Like, Tooth Fairy? <laughs> hey, Better Robin than just Hood. Tinkerbell. Is it? <laughs> um, Sophia, what are some of our shared anecdotes that we have? Um, well, one of the ones that I thought that you could probably comment on are our teachers dressing up in costumes, because mm. that has always made me smile. Like, I know in, in middle school, I know you were homeschooled, so you didn't see it as much, but each, like, there were teams and, like, colors of... The school was divided into students, yeah. they were divided into, like, three colors. And so each team of teachers, which consisted of, like math, English, social studies, Spanish, whatever, they were all in one little group. Um, and so each team would choose, like, a theme, usually. So at one point, I think my seventh grade teachers were all Starbucks employees, <laughs> and one group was Minions, and then um, a very tall, bald male teacher was Gru. <laughs> <laughs> so there was that. Um, oh, gosh, what else? I'm The high school, different departments do it, so math departments... Oh yeah, I and and certain departments are like some departments all do something coordinated yeah. and some don't. 
Um, what was well, math? So, I don't, I don't know. Math, they were, like, I just pun t-shirts. Oh, yeah. But science, one year, I don't remember what the theme was, but our teacher, the nicest guy ever, just, just sweet kind of oh, spacey that was guy. Oh, I was going to talk he, about. Yeah, he yeah, yeah. wore, like, this blue velvet suit. <laughs> And I don't remember why. I don't remember what it is. He was so proud of it, though. I don't think it because was... Because... I think Halloween was just an excuse to show off his blue velvet because, suit. And because, and he told us this in detail. It was $12, but he got it for 6 Because... I don't know why. There was, like, a sale. He got was it like, from Goodwill. And he was really excited. He saw it there, and then he's like, ooh, I want to get that suit. But also, I don't want to spend $12 on it. They went home, and he kept on talking about it. So his wife was like, just go back and get it. And when he got back, there was, like, a sale. So he got it for $6 instead of 12 He was so proud. And it was this bright blue velvet suit. And, like... <laughs> he came in, like grinning ear to ear because he was wearing his bright blue velvet suit and it was very sweet but we were all like right (laughs) so excited and then last year my science teacher dressed up as miss frizzle that's my favorite even without the costume she is just such a miss frizzle just so enthusiastic such like love science loves loves teaching and she dressed up as miss frizzle and then we went outside and the teachers did an experiment where a bottle flew into the air because of a chemical reaction, and she was dressed like Miss Frizzle, <laughs> and it was the most fitting thing I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, I know that like certain teachers have like little Halloween sweaters that they mm-hmm. wear, and it's that's their little Halloween thing, and some go. I mean, some. I think it's always. I think it's always fun when teachers dress up because then the kids are like, ah, that's yeah. cool. Um, but yeah. That's good. I, I do nice. like when teachers dress up. It makes me happy. Another one I want to talk about is something that Sophia and I help out with at our infamous farm, <laughs> um, which is something called Fright Night. Yes. And this was something that we did on Saturday night. Yeah. It was a very good time. I mean, basically what Fright Night is, is it's like there are, there are four stations. It's an farm. event for kids. Yes, yes. Three to five. <laughs> Age, no, grades. Yeah, grades three to five. Grades three to five. Third to fifth grade, yeah. Um, and, yeah, the kids come, and they're in the white barn, and there they have, like, a donut on string eating contest where donuts are hanging on strings, and they can't use their hands, and it looks very silly when they try to eat donuts. Um, and there's, like, food down there. And then the two program directors tell scary stories, and they try to be like all all spooky and it's in the dark and you're sitting on it's in like another barn barn. yeah Yeah. um and then there's also s'mores and a hayride in the dark and just lots of flashlights and it's not like it's not supposed to be like really scary it's not like jump scares or anything like that because they're pretty little kids but it's like fun and halloween classic halloween yeah it's it's sweet. It's just it's. It's kind a of little like, stressful because we basically we each led a group with or no together. Sophia and I led a group of twenty six kids who are like nine years old, <laughs> and it's dark out, and you're like they could get lost. Oh my goodness! At one point, we were convinced we had lost a kid, but then we were like, whatever. <laughs> no, we weren't. We were just like, okay, I think we must have miscounted. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, there and then there. It's there are certain kids who are like, what. Why are you 
ruined Fright Night, bud, because they got very freaked out at the yeah. at the stories and at the darkness. And, and it's called Fright of, Night, right? Yeah. So you're like, if you're scared of this kind of thing, no. Maybe, maybe tell your mom, no. Because they're not, like, really scary, but they're not, like, they're a bit creepy. They're, they're not, it's not like, you know. Horror movie. Well, yeah, obviously, it's not. <laughs> sorry, that's my dog. But it's not, it's not, like, super scary, but it's also not, like. Ah, oh, let's just it's have reasonable fun that running they were around scared. with... Yeah. It was reasonable. But we sat outside with a couple of kids. They were very sweet. Yeah. And it was just really... And then afterwards, at the end, when all the kids left, for like an hour, it was all of the people who had... All like the high schoolers who had helped out. And we went and roasted s'mores ourselves and had our own donut eating contest and like just hung out for like an hour. And it was so much fun. Um, and we're doing it again this Saturday, so I'm excited yeah, for that. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. That'll be really, really fun. Yeah. I can't wait. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's just a good Halloween event. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, did you have any other anecdotes? Did I? Not really. I mean, I think that's what I have. How long I think this is about for? 45 minutes. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Great. So, guys, I hope you enjoyed our Halloween episode. Happy Halloween Eve. <laughs> All Happy Halloween Eve. Eve. Yeah. There you go. If you want some spooky time fun music, you can listen to our intro music, which is not spooky. If you need a break from those horror movies, listen to our intro music, which is... Inspirational Life. Our outro music, which is... Blossoming Inspiration, and possibly different ones if you decide to do... If you decide to do spooky music, I'm sure they'll be credited. We'll in see if I end up doing that. in the description. <laughs> if you have time. Um check out our Instagram at quotes.and.anecdotes. While you're there, check out the person who did our cover art. You can find her at dinobyte. That's D-I-N-O dot B-Y-T-E. Email us at quotes at gmail.com. Rate, review, and subscribe as usual. Please do. It does. It's just nice. it makes us happy yeah it does but yeah i hope you have a good wednesday yeah and happy hellas eve yeah bye my friend sophia bye my friend ryan and